You ready? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. This or that? All right. I have a first one for you. How about this? I'm going to start up top. I'm going to go JJ, Justin Jefferson, first Jamar Chase. These guys have been talking about it in person. In real life, they've been talking about it. I like Justin Jefferson personally. What I'm a big, you? big fan of Jamar Chase for one big reason. He's got one of the best leaders in the NFL as his quarterback. Joey Burrow. Joe Burrow. I mean, there's a reason why they got to the Super Bowl, and Jamar Chase was a pretty big part of that. Huge part of that. I mean, that week where he literally re- had more receiving yards than Patrick Mahomes had passing yards, I mean, he had 55 fantasy points. And we're not talking about, you know, any old quarterback. You know, you like you say, you said Patrick Mahomes. It just there's a special nature to get to a guy like Jamar Chase mm-hmm. and the value that he brings. Obviously, Justin Jefferson, I think, truly is the I best think he's, possession. Receiver. I think he's a better route runner. I think he's better on jump ball catches. I just think that Jamar might just be a little bit more explosive, run after the catch, and he's a little bit more physical. So it's kind of a style thing, a preference there. But they both are fantastic in the red zone and are probably going to be the top two dynasty receivers for probably the next five years. Yeah. I would probably I would go out on a limb and say about five years. If you have one of those guys in a dynasty league, you you wouldn't even consider trading them right now. No, and it's sad because I have one and I've had the other at one point on my team. You did give me Justin Jefferson way back in the day. I did, and it was a wild trade. Like looking back on that James one, James Robinson and Clyde. Uh, yeah, and I ended up getting, I think it was DeAndre Hopkins. And in process, keep in mind, there was also a trade that I gave you Debo Samuel. So Yeah, but, there's a, I mean, that's the best thing about Dynasty is that you can have the ability to look back three years ago at what your thought process was about these players. And it really highlights the volatility. I mean, yeah. when you have a guy getting traded around, I mean, I traded Philip Lindsay and got Delvin Cook back in the day. And that's not even again at the time you know, that could have been the trade. Yeah, so, I mean, oh things, yeah, because every year. one of them was a Pro Bowler and the other guy had just torn his ACL. So everyone is like, ah, I like I like the guy who was undrafted. No, I mean there are obvious big signs you got to watch for these players, storylines, narratives. You know these things come into play. And you're talking about two superstars. You know, you're besides Cooper Cup. Those are the two, top three, yeah, and they're the most polarizing. I think they definitely fit. The system, they fit who they represent. Those fan bases are absolutely, you know, they go crazy for both of them. They're great for their cities and everything else. I love it. What about you? Who's your first this or that? You know, I I kind of look at more like, say you're going with an older receiver. Are you going to go with someone like Mike Evans based on the fact you get Tom Brady as your quarterback? Or are you going with Keenan Allen? You know, you got Justin Herbert. They're both older. I'm a Mike Evans kind of guy. I agree for this one reason, you know, Keenan Allen's going to keep doing his thing. He's never going to be a true top five potential receiver. He'll be a a constant top 10. Mike Evans on his best year can be a top, you know, top five, but even on his average years will be under, you know, he'll be top 15. I think you knock them both down a notch personally. I think Mike Evans top 10, no higher than eight ever for the rest of his career. And when it comes to Keenan Allen, it's probably going to cap out about 12. I would say that's good. And that's good a cap. That's that. saying he would have to get a few games with 20 catches in there. I mean, because he's just going to be so consistent, but he's not going to get the touchdowns. They're both in very similar situations as far as the type of offense that they'll 
get thrown to on. They both have great quarterbacks. So the maybe one of them's a first down getter and the other one is a touchdown getter, and that's the real question of the matter. But at the end of the day, you can only pick one. I'm going Evans. I'm going Evans. Okay. All right. Well, how do you feel about somebody like DJ Moore versus a guy like maybe Hollywood Brown? If it wasn't for the fact that we really don't know how Baker Mayfield's going to look there, I would definitely go DJ Moore. I think it is hard to make that comparison because, you know, with Hollywood Brown, he's got the big play potential. He's younger. I think I think they both can make big plays. Just one of the guys hasn't been able to get touchdowns. Yeah, one of the guys has been restricted by his quarterback play. One of them's had a great quarterback throughout his career, whether it's been his first stop in Baltimore or, you know, where he's at now. He's going to have the potential to be playing alongside, you know, arguable close to top five quarterback. So his situation only got better. Yeah, Hollywood is in a good spot. And with Hopkins being suspended six games, being the focal point of the offense is going to be beautiful for his fantasy value. It'll yeah. we'll, we'll see. And I, and I do see an increase in production for DJ Moore. I think with Baker Mayfield, he'll have more opportunities. I think he will get the ball a little bit more. And he doesn't really have too much competition. Terrence Marshall should battle for some, you know, targets. But I think DJ he's Moore's a sleeper. I love Terrence Marshall, but what's your next one? This or that? You know, this one, as far as the age goes on it, Amon Ra, St. Brown, or Jerry Judy? I'm definitely going to go with Amon Ra. I do not think that Jerry Judy's like that. I think Amon Ra has already proved to us he's more talented. He's got that dog in him. He's the kind of guy who's going to go out there. You know, I I thought he was a fluke at the end of last season, and then – Going into this year, they didn't really try to replace him with another wide receiver that can play his exact role, which there's really not many guys in the league who can do it and as effectively as he did last year. But when you have somebody like Jamison Williams coming in, that's only going to help Almond Ross St. Brown's value, especially at the end of the season if Jamison Williams can come back kind of, you know, ready to catch a couple of deep balls a game, really open up the field for Jared Goff. Jared Goff is literally playing for his life. I mean, if he doesn't play well, he'll – not find a team again. To me, I, I see Amon Ross St. Brown as almost like a quarterback-proof receiver. Almost. I, I think he does need at least a competent one. But Jared Goff is at least a competent quarterback. Is he mediocre? Yeah. Yes. But that's all you need. That's basically the definition of he, quarterback. All he has to do is proof. give him the ball five yards down the field, three yards down the field, screens, he's out routes. Like He proved last year that he can really – you know, he can get into these spots and really start to make moves and get to the end zone. Yeah, Jerry Judy, I like his situation, his team, but that's the difference. If you swap those guys, Amon Ra finishes as, you know, top 15 receiver. Jerry Judy, with that situation, is borderline top 40. I wouldn't want to even discuss Jerry Judy in the same breath as Amon Ra in all actuality, but I know some people really like Jerry Judy. I just think that if in two years all you've done is had like two good games, Probably you should have shown us more by this point. But I think it's safe to say as well, this is his first year with Russell Wilson. Yeah, and, you know, that's that's really good for Cortland Sutton. Huh? That's how I see it. Yeah, Cortland Sutton is the better one on that team. But yeah. Jerry Judy, well, he, he has yet to truly been proven, I think. He needs Judy, he's fair gonna shot. Have, he's definitely going to have his PPR value, I think. I think he might get like seven or eight targets every other game. And he'll have five catches for – 40 yards, 60 yards, and maybe a touchdown, and that'll be about it. For me, if Jerry Judy was around, you know, in the eighth, ninth round, mm-hmm. 
I could see myself going for him. If yeah, Judy's ADP is insane. That's insanity. Yeah, but Amon Ross St. Brown, he has absolutely climbed up the ladders. He's not gonna make it. I'm not taking him in the fifth round. Jerry Judy in the fifth. I'd rather have someone like Bateman in the eighth, Hunter Renfro in the ninth, because those guys are gonna be much better. Yeah, because really your wide receiver one needs to be your point getter, needs to be your big ball. You do want to have a consistent guy. So, you know, you bring up Hunter Renfro. That's another one I kind of want to talk to you about. Hunter Renfro? Would you rather go with the Hunter Renfro or Amari Cooper? Or Amari Cooper? Well, Amari's being drafted in the sixth round. Renfro's being drafted in the ninth. So I'm going to take Renfro, and I wouldn't even hesitate. I wouldn't even look at Amari Cooper's way in a draft this year. I mean, if you're starting quarterbacks missing 11 games, no, I don't see it. They're a running team. Hunter Renfro, even as a number two behind Adams, it might even be beneficial to him. If he can just repeat a 75-cent version of what he did last year, he'll return his value. I mean, the one thing I love about Renfro is I think he'll maintain his consistency. It's not like their offense was so prolific that a guy like Devontae couldn't come in and Renfro still maintain his production. Renfro was the security blanket. He would go to him, and, and he had absolutely – perfection in the footwork yeah i mean he's teaching Devonte adams stuff about running routes the guy's super talented and i just don't think he gets enough credit like i love hunter renfro mostly because of the fact that he's just got that dog in him you know we look at him all the way from back in college this man scores the game-winning touchdown mm-hmm. in, in the national championship game and he carries that in the league he doesn't get talked about doesn't get the recognition he saves money on ubers he drives a minivan <laughs> basically you know yeah. <laughs> So let me ask you one. Elijah Moore, DK Metcalf. Dynasty, who do you like more? DK. It's simple. I don't care who's the quarterback. DK Metcalf is our generation's Calvin Johnson for the for the true build. In and terms potential. of size, speed, attitude. And you and you want that guy. You know, DK maybe not this year isn't gonna be a guy I'm looking at as in a redraft league, but in Dynasty, this is the year you want to acquire him. I still think that DK can return some value, especially if he's going in the fifth round right now, fifth round, seventh pick. I mean that's I just, the kind of that's the kind of place where you're already taking shots because the in the next round, Amari Cooper's in the sixth. I mean, guys got guys like Chris Godwin who just tore their ACL in the seventh. So I mean, those I've seen those guys go a little bit closer, but I don't know. I like DK at his spot. I still think he could catch a couple touchdowns a game, you know, four or five times this year and finish with 10 touchdowns, 800 yards, and overall be a wide receiver too for you. Yeah, I mean, DK, no matter what, like I said, as far as a dynasty, you know, purpose. Love him in dynasty. Love him. You can't can't Untradeable right now in dynasty. (laughs) Because if you you try to trade him, you're not getting anything close to his real value. But that's also the thing. If you're trying to get him, you got to take advantage of that. You got to do your best. This to get is him. the time to go and buy somebody like DK Metcalf. That's absolutely don't, true. Don't throw a whole bag at him. It's also the time to go and buy somebody like Michael Thomas. But, you know, that may be a story for a different day. So that'll be it for today's episode. Sandy, where can they find us on social media if somebody wants to ask us a question? We are the Ball Bros Podcast. On. The Ball Bros Podcast. That's right. I think we're on Instagram, Twitter. And we have a TikTok, even though I know nothing about TikTok. Hopefully, we'll, Jake can come in here and help us out. We'll figure it out. It, we'll, we'll get there. You all stay with us. See you later, guys.